Welcome to the Sustainability Journal podcast, an initiative of the UNCTAD Youth Network's Youth Action Hubs from across the globe. I am Aman Singh, your host for today, and I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in to our pilot episode. The Sustainability Journal was conceptualized as a means to connect the different youth action hubs from across the globe and to come together as one. In order to achieve our motto of thinking globally, acting locally, the podcast serves as a medium to learn more about various topics ranging from the different sustainable development goals or the SDGs as we know them, bring in experts and scholars to give us an insight into different socio-economic scenarios across the globe and raise awareness about the different projects that the youth action hubs are working on. For our first ever episode, we'll be going over the inception of the sustainable development goals, the formulation of the youth action hubs from the UNCTAD youth network and much more. Today, we have with us Alberto Lema Casa, a member of Youth Action Hub Ecuador, and Sarthak Sahu, a member of the Delhi chapter of Youth Action Hub India. Over to you guys. Thank you, Aman. Now, sustainability and sustainable development are concepts that we hear very frequently. However, the textbook understanding is limited to the preservation of natural resources for future generations while simultaneously achieving development. But this is a very succinct and a very limited definition. The Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations have tried to elaborate on the very scope of sustainable development. So, Alberto, do you mind essentially showing how the formulation of the Sustainable Development Goals occurred and how it came into being? So, Sarasak, I think that before talking about the inception, it is perhaps better to start by briefly introducing what are the Sustainable Development Goals. These are a series of 17 interconnected goals that, as a whole, are meant to tackle sustainable development on its economic, social, and environmental aspects. Basically, it is an attempt at producing a common language or a general framework uh, for development in order to further the creation of partnerships and the planning, implementation, and monitoring of development projects all around the globe. The aim at improving people's lives while making a responsible and sustainable use of the planet's resources. And as such, they address different global and pressing current issues such as gender and economic inequalities, inclusively education and healthcare, and of course, environmental change. And just to come back to your question, well, one could point to the United Nations Conference on Sustainable Development, Rio Plus 20, that took place in June of 2012 in Rio de Janeiro as a concrete starting point for their inception. This is because at uh, at that meeting, member states agreed on working on a series of SDGs that could eventually come to be adopted in September of 2015. However, it should be borne in mind that the SDGs were preceded by the Millennium Development Goals, or MDGs. In fact, the SDGs were meant to be built upon the latter. Right. Uh, So from what I see, these MDGs have essentially been the predecessors to the SDGs. However, a lot of the youth today may not be well aware of what the MDGs were and what their function was. So, do you mind expanding on that, please? Well, in September of 2000, took place the Millennium Summit at the UN headquarters in New York. Here, the UN member states adopted the Millennium Declaration and decided to formulate a series of goals to further the development of the world. They came up with a total of eight goals. Both of them attempting to make our world a better place. How exactly would someone differ between the MDGs and the SDGs? It probably is better to start off by drawing some similarities between the SDGs and the MDGs. 
Perhaps the most clear similarity between the two is that both were born out of UN meetings in order to create a sort of common language to talk and work in terms of development as a set of common goals and indicators to facilitate the practice and management of development around the globe. Right. Uh, another likely similarity that is um, well observed is that both of the goals to some extent focus on the economic aspect of development. Now that being said, there's a key difference in this aspect as the SDGs present this emphasis in a much more nuanced manner. For instance, each of the SDGs have this going hand in hand concept with each other. And this emphasis on overlapping is something that was rather lacking in the 2000 framework. Now it is believed that in order to further economic development, there has to be adequate attention to be paid and worked upon on the other two dimensions, namely the environmental and social issues. Another difference could be that the MDGs still sort of portray a vision of development where so-called developed countries are mostly expected to give aid to the developing ones in a one-way process. Within the SDGs framework, however, it is understood that all nations, regardless of their economic status, are meant to work on and improve each and their goals abroad as well as, her, as at home. A further difference that is rather conspicuous is to do with the number of goals itself. So while the sustainable development goals include 17 goals, the MDGs only comprised of eight. For instance, to eradicate extreme poverty and hunger, to achieve universal primary education, promotion of gender equality and empowering women, to reduce child mortality and to combat HIV, AIDS and other diseases. Right. With all this information about the MDGs and SDGs on our hands, Let's move on to think globally, ask locally, our question and answer session for the episode. Our first question is, are there any concrete actions that are being taken by the government to achieve these 17 goals? Yes, at least to some extent, the SDGs have been important in the development of some domestic policies. International institutions and governments regularly produce reports on their progress in achieving the SDGs. As a particular example, in July of 2019, the Ecuadorian government published its first report outlining its progress on the subject of the SDGs and the 2030 Agenda, showing that at least some of its uh, domestic policy has been informed by the SDGs. In fact, the UN sees governments as, and this is a textual citation, the primary actors in delivering the 2030 Agenda that there is a focus on policy making that directly addresses these issues as well as on policy that facilitates the creation of an environment that fosters partnerships among different actors working for sustainable development, such as other national or international institutions, NGOs and the private sector. Following up on that, has there been any progress in achieving the SDGs up till now? Well, certainly, I would certainly consider that to be the case. The cumulative work made towards achieving the MDGs and the SDGs has resulted into some great progress being made. For instance, I recall the World Health Organization reported that between the years of, I think it was 2000 to 2016, the under-5 mortality rate dropped around 47% and the total number of under-5 deaths dropped from around 10 million to almost half of that. Since 2000, the maternal mortality rate in sub-Saharan Africa has been reduced by a massive amount of 35% and the under-5 mortality rate has dropped by 50%. While this generally highlights what has been achieved through great efforts made throughout the years, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And have there been any setbacks in achieving the same? Definitely. I mean, 
as they say hand in hand so good and bad also go hand in hand and that's the same case that is being highlighted here uh, for example the sdg report of 2018 brought to light some alarming facts some of which are for example in 2013 the extreme poverty rate was a third of the 1990 value there are pockets of the world uh, where it suddenly persists despite this fact so for example around 783 million people still live below a dollar and 90 cent the benchmark as established by the united nations um especially in the sub-saharan african regions and one third of them living in southern asia for the more i think the current covid-19 pandemic has forced us to reconsider almost every single aspect of how we live our lives and how and what impact they've played in to the sustainable development goals for example the united nations development program reported that covid-19 has exposed weaknesses in a global food supply chain and it has pushed fragile corners such as countries undergoing humanitarian crises such as yemen where despite assistance around 16 million people wake up hungry every day pushing millions further into distress furthermore um, unesco has almost estimated about 1.25 billion people especially students are affected by lockdowns undp estimates that around 86% of primary school children in developing countries are not being educated as a result of the pandemic it has it is in some sense reemphasized on the idea of the digital divide and the right to internet access particularly for those who live in uh, more rural areas so far we have talked about the sdgs in rather general terms what do you think is the role of the of, of youth in all this uh what could they do in order to implement or achieve these 17 goals well let me just start off by saying that i think the youth is undoubtedly a great asset to the united nations system I mean dialogue had occurred in the international fora around subjects that have consequences that seep down generations the youth is energetic and conscious about their future to bring them to the negotiation table is of great utility to achieve sustainability all across the globe the UNCTAD youth network was instilled using the same values in 2016 in Nairobi Kenya under the overall theme of shaping the world we want and this youth network took part in conversation with futurist experts and leaders Um, a good example of this is, for example, the flagship youth o'clocks, where an eminent people engage with the youth, share experiences to make the youth thrive. This sort of emphasizes the youth-centric nature of sustainable development. And in a further attempt to localize this very process in our countries, uh, the UNCTAD Youth Forum in 2018, as part of the World Investment Forum in Switzerland, formed the Youth Action Hubs through the working principle, thinking globally and acting locally. and now this these hubs are spread across 36 nations essentially localizing uh, the sustainable development goal process a good example is india where we have two youth action hubs one in delhi and one in mumbai the youth action hubs generally run under the unctad mandate and are responsible for carrying out social advocacy under the sustainable development goals i totally agree with you uh, youth is a key player in sustainability Keeping these values in mind, we as Youth Action Hubs endeavor to undertake a consistent and proactive stance to development. As a result, we have adapted our projects and activities to meet the different challenges and opportunities that the current COVID-19 restrictions have posed for all of us. Could you please give us a glimpse of the type of projects that you guys, as, as Youth Action Hub India, are working on at the moment? Well, definitely. I think something to address is that over time, uh, due to the pandemic, we've had to digitalize our operations quite a bit. 
So two things that particularly come to mind is the school writers program. It's our flagship fellowship program with fellows of the high school level, and they diligently undertook tasks involving ideation, critical thinking, and reviewing events relating to the SDGs. So, for example, they had to do tasks such as designing normative sustainable development goals, relating it with pop culture, corporate social responsibility initiatives, and reviewing conventions and instruments governing sustainable practices by nations. Our pilot edition saw. two cohorts of 20 students each graduating with some even being offered membership to the junior research labs with our second edition are going live in in a few months i think high school students especially in india would definitely look forward and towards the next set of applications the next thing to be look upon is the school champions program and the sdg comics so promoting awareness about sustainable development goals among school students and supporting school students who are already running their own sdg related products in their localities and in their schools is something that we intend to foster they can do uh, so by let's say sdg classroom sessions or sdg clubs and sdg fairs we are also working on an sdg comic book something that will allow us to cater to school children on an elementary level and them understanding the sdgs on a grassroots level which they can further build upon that being said alberto what about youth action of ecuador well we all are also working on a number of projects Uh, one of them is the Youth Action First 2020, called Disruptive Youth Vis-a-Vis the COVID-19 Context: Building Sustainable Communities. Uh, the Youth Action First 2020 seeks to foster youth debate and integration with uh, different stakeholders promoting the SDGs in the current COVID-19 context. Unlike the Youth Action First 2019, which took place uh, in Quito's old town, this one will be completely online. It will. It will take place between uh, October the 23rd and the 25th. Thus, the Youth Action Fest 2020 will comprise three days of sharing in a digital environment with various learning alternatives, involvement with the arts, and, uh, and a learning exchange. And our second project is called El Futuro in BC. It seeks to work on the achievement of SDG 11, Sustainable Cities and Communities, in relation to the issue of transportation in general and public transportation in particular in the city of Quito. Uh, for this, the project seeks to foster increasing use of bicycles and advocates for an improved infrastructure to this regard throughout the city, thus making the most of the disruption caused by COVID-19 uh, in order to promote alternative ways of transportation. Uh, last. But not least, we are glad to announce that we had just opened three local chapters operating for the provinces of Napo, Manabí, and Imbabura, uh, in order to further the implementation of local projects with a global impact across Ecuador. Wow, those are some great initiatives that both hubs have taken up, and I'm sure many of our listeners might be interested in knowing more, maybe even wanting to work alongside you guys at these projects. How can such interested individuals reach the hubs? Well, for Youth Action Hub India, we currently have rolling applications for membership, which can easily be found on our social media handles. We go by at yh_india on Instagram and Youth Action Hub India on both Facebook and LinkedIn. And for those interested in joining us, you can find us on our Facebook and Instagram pages as at yah.ecu. Applications for the hubs in the provinces of Napo, Manabí, and Imbabur are currently open for the national, and for the national one, they will be open by February. And just before we leave you guys, I wanted to add for our listeners that in order to work towards the goal of sustainability, it is not absolutely necessary 
to be part of let's say big international or national organizations or even to work in the government in order to partake in our ideal of local action with a global impact we can start by changing our own everyday habits for instance by reducing the use of plastics by sorting out or sorting out our waste or recycling more by being more tolerant and respectful towards each other and the likes all of this contributes to the sustainable development goals in our own very respect great let's hope our avid listeners are next to join you guys in this quest to make our planet's future a better one thank you for that amazing session sarthak and alberto and thank you to our listeners for tuning into the pilot episode of the sustainability journal that's all from us today and we hope to see you in our next episode stay sustainable